I think that's a little bit harsh, though. It's um, factual. We can we can go into the details. Let's yeah, go. this episode is too hot. <laughs> All right, so let, let's actually let's start there for a quick minute on United and them winning the league. Um, United played a game today. They won, smashed them. Rashford hey, yo, no intro, nothing. We're not doing intro today, man. You guys, if you want the intro, go back to the previous episodes. Go to my last album, like Jay-Z said. I'm not doing no intro again. All right? It's by the same people. All right? So let's talk about United and why they cannot win the league. So, Kerry, I'm going to let you go because you said you can go into details. We would love to hear those details. All right. So first off, you know, it's been, it's been. <laughs> it would have been better for me to sing it for you than for you to play it. That just did not sound that was good. So bad. That did not, I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. We didn't so mean to bad. do that to you. That was not cleared with the production team. <laughs> what song was that for the listeners, please? Because we are was, That was about. "Welcome Back" by Mace. So like, <laughs> da, da, da. yeah, like, yeah, just. <laughs> You know, oh my God. I know you guys have missed me, you know. I just want to let you know I missed y'all too. But uh. we're Manchester United. Okay, so basically, everyone wants the league to be more than a two-horse race or, you know, we, we know the teams that are in it, right? United doesn't have enough depth to be able to compete on all fronts. Somehow, if, okay, actually, let's take it back to the beginning of the season. Personally, beginning of the season, I thought if this team finishes fifth and we snag one cup, maybe Europa to enter Champions League, we would have had a great season. Uh-huh. So, like, somehow the fact that we're third right now, to me, is just out of this world. You know, now we are now also in how many competitions? Four competitions. We're still in the League Cup. Well, that's about to be done. Champ- um, Europa and FA Cup. There is no way that this squad competes in all these competitions. Like one, something is going to give, and it's it's going to be the league. In fact, it, it's already started happening. Casemiro got a sent off three match ban, lost to Arsenal, tied with Leeds at home. Leeds that fired their manager. So let's yeah, it's great. Casemiro's ban wasn't part of. The, he got a different ban. Like the Arsenal match you're talking about was from a different band. Yeah, he could. The, the the three matches oh, that he's he, missed yeah. for the other band. Oh yeah, there was a five yellow card um, bands. The guy began banned everywhere. Goodness, I, yeah, it, it was Leeds, Leeds, Leicester. Imagine that he was now banned for again. Our signing of the season has been banned twice. It has been banned twice. The person that if he doesn't play, the team looks haywire. We have no depth in midfield. Like Bruno can't let me not. <laughs> you better relax on Bruno today. <laughs> let me not say anything about Bruno today. Fred and McTominay cannot come in and deputize properly whenever Casemiro is missing. And uh-huh. Sabitza, you know, he's like a good signing, but he still needs to play with good players. So. The depth for me is just not there in the most important part of the field, and that's defensive midfield. Also, strike. We have a striker on on loan that can't score. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So if you think about it, we are really relying on... It's honestly... Rashford. 
it's almost that season where Pogba over the top to Rashford every time under Ole. Like, that's just what it looks like. Pogba and Bruno over the top to Rashford. Now, the team is definitely playing better. Like, definitely. But it's it's just still not enough. It's just still not. And I think it's just fun and interesting to say that United is still in it, you know. Mm. But realistically, no. Okay. No, I, I think we appreciate you saying that. Look, I'm looking back at the um, predictions we made, like, even halfway through the season or after the transfer windows are closed and the highest I've seen anyone has United as like fourth. No one has United more than fourth. Um, I know things change. I know sometimes we have expectations and the season goes completely different. I think we are all as a collective struggling to deal with Arsenal in that regard because we we're not expecting Arsenal to be here. So we're still like holding on to our preseason uh, expectations. Akri, I want to ask you why you believe in United so much because you keep saying they're title contenders, and United fans are telling you, no, they're not. So what, what are you seeing that they're not seeing? So my own, at the end of the day, it just comes down to if it's mathematically possible. And right now, it's mathematically possible. And not even to mention, before we get into the nitty-gritty, you know, I have to give Ethereum his credit. I think of all the managers that have come in, if you look at all the substitutions, just the substitutions he makes in games over the last four, five, six games, every substitution he makes, returns it returns in like a tactical sense he's never i don't feel i feel like i don't think he's made like a bad tactical mis- uh, like mistake in a game you know after the fact maybe to start the game he may have you know slipped up here and there but i think for the most part his in-game adjustments have been spot on that's really key in the prem that's the first part and then kerry touched on the second part prioritization then way too many competitions but like kerry also said look one competition is about to be done. That's a final, right? And then now you now have to pick and choose. They have a second leg against Barca and Europa. I think they should have done... Like, if we're really looking at that game, man, you could have won that game 4-0, 4-1. Like, United had complete control of that game. But that one is gone now. Going to... um, Actually, I think, no, they're coming to Old Trafford. But it doesn't matter. It's another fixture. You have to, you know, prioritize the fitness and the health of the players for that. I can understand that. However, if Ethereum decides to prioritize the league, I don't see... So, they, they blank in this upcoming game week, right? Then outside of that game week, they have Liverpool, who have looked good. And it's in... Um, it's at Liverpool's house. Okay, maybe that's, you know, that's a tough fixture. Southampton at home, I'm expecting uh, United to... Uh, you know, get a result there. Then away at Brighton, away at Castle. Two different, difficult games. Then the home, the next three, I think they can get results in all of them, especially if one of them is Chelsea too. I think that's out, out of the, the next three fixtures. I think the Chelsea game is probably the one I bet on them doing the best in because Forest away is a difficult fixture. Listen, United's fixtures aren't bad to close out the season. That's That's the point I'm trying to make. So if you were to prioritize the league, anything can happen. I know you're three points off City now. That's a surprise loss, although you've played City twice already. So you can't bank on that. But, you know, City still needs to play Arsenal again. The City dropping points left and right. City is also in a ton of competitions. So mm-hmm. if you prioritize if you prioritize Premier League, anything can happen. So five points off, um, uh, well, three. Yeah, so technically five points off Arsenal, three points off City. is very doable, man. It's going to be very interesting to watch these next few weeks. But, like... I don't think United can be written off. 
now and the depth is the biggest issue i think that's the only reason why i won't say it with confidence that they're really in there they just don't have the depth you know if stabilizer gets hurt yeah. if you lose kisimero for more time it just that midfield is weak and that's i have to you know concede there like the squad itself is not strong enough for a title push but i don't think it's 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 time to write united off just yet i've been saying it all season Okay, okay. Fair enough. Winfred, I want to bring you in here and ask about the United depth. Because I'm just, as people were mentioning depth, in my head, I'm going over the players. And I'm like, okay, you have a goalkeeper. In defense, it feels like you have two players for every position. Some players more solid than others. But, like, you've played games without your best four and you've been fine. Midfield, I can see the Casemiro position as the guy that, like, is hard to replace. But you have Fred, you have McTominay. They can put in a shift if the rest of the team is okay. You have Ericsson, you have Sabitzer. They can switch between those two guys. Bruno, to me, is the guy I'm thinking, like, if you don't have Bruno and Ericsson, maybe that's bad. Listen, there's not no agenda. Bruno seems like the guy that is hard to replace. Ericsson's Ericsson's out through April. I'm actually actually trying to make the point you're trying to make. They're all beating around the bush. Mm -hmm. They're all beating around the bush and and not telling you who is the key ingredient to all this. Mm. If Bruno doesn't play, United can't do anything. Uh. United can't transition properly. United can't create chances, as much chances as... Uh, today, Bruno should have easily gotten five assists. If he was, at, if he was playing at City, he, he would created, have He created assists. nine chances today. And people watch him, people like <laughs> Kerry, who's on the podcast, he gives the ball, twi- uh, the ball away two times. And he starts yelling. But actually, in his bad games, when you, when you critically look at his bad games, mm-hmm. even the amount of chances he creates are insane. And before Casemiro came, I told people that you only realize that Bruno gives the ball away a lot because we don't have a, a, a solid DM. But if the team had a solid DM, for the amount of chances he creates and the amount, amount of times he gives the ball away, you would like you would find you would find it as it's a necessary evil. You know what I mean? Mm. But the way he plays and the way United played before, it, it was basically creating connections on the field uh, with the players themselves. There was no structure to to to, to how they played. They they kind of just went and vibed. So it's like whatever they do, it's like a freestyle. If it, if it, if it, if it, if it. Uh, if, if it, it comes off, it's off, good, If yeah. it comes off, it looks good. If it doesn't, it, it doesn't. But now, when you watch them, when Bruno gets the ball and he starts turning up, you see this, uh, you see a clear pattern of play, right? You you can know where the ball will end up before it ends up uh, there, you know? Mm. Now, you, now you can see the pattern of... Now you can even cross the ball and now look. And there will be somebody at the end of it, like, either to tap it in or even to, like, even make uh, an attempt. Hmm. Most people won't say it, but Bruno is the key ingredient. If he doesn't play, United is shit. And yes, I agree. We don't have a lot of depth. Um, right now, if you take Rashford out, other people might score goals, but we will struggle. If you take Bruno out, the whole team won't be able to create as well. Ericsson might might do a job, but won't be on the same level as uh, Bruno. I like Ericsson in the in the in the in the, in the eight position. And Bruno as a ten, it makes more sense if Casemiro, if Casemiro is playing six, mm-hmm. right? If if you take Ericsson and you sub you sub in Fred, Fred does a job, but you see where he lacks. Like 
you know, uh-huh. the, 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 the positional intelligence, the control, the, the, uh, like the one-time passing, just the technicalities that everything has, Fred doesn't have. But what Fred has is uh, a heart. You know, so if you need a game that you need him to chase. <laughs> I don't know why you're throwing shots at Ericsson like that. Uh, no, I'm not throwing shots. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I don't think you, you don't know what she's saying. <laughs> like, 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 my guy, my guy almost died, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's not, it's not on him. I mean, it's not on him. I mean, it's fantastic that he's playing at this level. I'm, it really is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, and then and then when you come in the defense too, like if you if uh, Varane starts with uh, maybe Maguire, you know, we could you know, we could see it off. If Martinez starts with uh, Lindelof, we could see it off. But if you don't have Either of them, bro, we're back to fucking shit. I will now look shock and play left Exactly. Back. Like, you have Actually. solutions everywhere. They're, the only place no, you don't no, have solutions. It's the coach. It's the coach that's provided us the solution. Yes. But it's not the squad. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I understand why people are saying we don't have the squad to, like, really challenge. Because, like, when you look across the team, like, you can see a clear, like, you can see clear, um, Clear like uh, uh, inadequacy. Uh-huh. Right, so, uh, I, yeah, I, I support that. But I think the most, uh, the player that if we lose, we won't be able to do much is Bruno. Uh, okay. Most people won't say it, but I, I personally think it's Bruno. No, I can't, I can't disagree with you thinking about the team as much as I like to hate on Bruno. Um, Rookie, real quick, we could wrap up on United. I want to ask you about Rashford, who I think is probably the other guy that right now you don't really have a... You have players that can kind of do what Rashford does, but right now the way he's scoring, I mean, you don't have anyone in your team that has ever in their lives probably had a scoring run like this. Like, there's no one you could be like, oh, if Rashford is hurt, just put Anthony, Sancho, Garnacho, Pelestri, any of those names that you have, I don't think they're going to be scoring goals. I mean, even Rashford scoring goals like this is from left field. I think this is the most goals he's ever scored in a season of his career, so it's not like... Anyone in their right mind was probably not predicting this. Um, but talk about Rashford real quick and just what he gives to the team. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you. Honestly, shout out to Ten Hag because um, he was insistent over the summer about how much he wanted to keep Rashford and how Rashford was integral to the team that he wanted to build. And you can see that the confidence in the manager has translated to Rashford's performances. Um, okay. He's unstoppable right now. Rookie, not to cut you off. Um, yeah. Rashford's form is also coincidental with uh, Benny McCarthy being the attacking. Oh, manager. absolutely. Absolutely. So, Much I want to give Benny a McCarthy. shout out to Benny McCarthy. For sure. And you even see the interactions with them, you know, sometimes at the final whistle after uh, some of Rashford's goals. So shout out to Benny McCarthy as well. He's been a solid addition to the club. But more importantly, I think that. The confidence that Rashford is playing with after especially what happened at the Euros, it takes a certain kind of mental capacity to get to where he has managed to get to right now. And I commend him for that because we've talked about Rashford on this podcast several times in the you know previous 18 months before he you know got back up to the form that he's in now. And we've said not such great things about him and the fact that he's just managed to block out that noise and come back to becoming this monster at this moment 
is insane. And I think that that confidence as well translate into how the team plays. Even though he's young, he's still a leader on that team. He is Mr. Manchester United, if we're keeping it real. Uh And so losing Rashford right now would be (laughs) so detrimental to the team, not just from a scoring aspect, but I think from just the way the team gels and the confidence level of the players around him. Yeah, he's... There's no one that can come into the team and replace him right now. Definitely not Anthony, and that's no shade to him. Um, it's just right now, Marcus is that star man, and I just I just hope that he's able to continue in the form that he's in, but most importantly, also keep healthy. Um, because unfortunately, with Anthony Martial, they link up really well together, but Martial can't stay fit for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think just Marcus staying healthy as well, and yeah, okay. we can't lose him. Yeah. We can't lose him right now. Yeah, I, I want a real quick it's, bonus it's bonus question. Bonus question. I think Rashford is still working on a contract extension. Is that true? Yes. So, like in the summer, when Rashford says he wants whatever he says he wants. What and the club calls Rookie and says, "Rookie, what should we give him this money? Like, is this gonna mess up our wage structure? What are you gonna say?" Um, honestly, I would, this isn't a cop-out answer, but. Oh, it sounds like I a cop-out ten... already. No, no. I think Ten Hag is very specific about the type of team he wants to build uh-huh. and the team dynamics. And, um, I, he's very, we saw how he handled Ronaldo. No player is bigger than the club. And that's not to say that. Rashford obviously shouldn't be given a very good contract, but it's definitely going to be within reason. And that's, that to me is just what he gets is going to be fundamental to what Ten Hag wants the team to, you know, to do. So it might come in the form of bonuses that we're not privy to, but Uh I don't think he's going to get some crazy contract like we've handed out in past years, like to De Gea, like the numbers that Pogba, for example, was demanding from the club. I don't, I don't see anyone necessarily holding the club to ransom. Um, not while Ten Hag is in charge. Okay. I mean, I like that answer. Um, I would love to see it because if Rashford continues scoring like this, I don't know how you tell him no, and I don't know how he settles for anything less than whatever he wants. You, we um, can tell him no. We can tell him no. <laughs> We can, and I think you're also you're also not understanding. Rashford also loves the club. He's a boyhood fan, and Uh, he came through the academy. But I'm just saying that Rashford, to me, from everything that we know of him and his character, is a sensible guy. Oh, I'm not telling you. I guess we'll have to see, right? Because I'm Mm -hmm. also assuming he's going to continue this form the whole season. That's a pretty yeah. big assumption because he's never done this before and goals goals are good but they're not like sometimes you can play well and not oh, score goals he, right he's already so, matched ronaldo's tally from last season by the way oh yeah no he's having a crazy season my point is just that yeah. if he scores 40 goals 45 goals like it's kind of hard for that guy to come talk to you because no, he's, he's using question. those numbers I'm, that doesn't mean I, anything. I'm not saying, that doesn't mean anything i'm not saying that okay. your question isn't fair i'm just saying that I don't believe the club will be held to ransom. Okay. Especially okay. if they're serious about 
the changes that they've wanted to make since Ten Hag has come in. Okay, fair enough. We'll leave it there. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, everything. Besides, Qatar money is coming. We'll replace it with Mbappe anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, what's going to happen is that he's going to go to PSG because Mbappe is going to Real Madrid. But let's not even get too distracted. Let's focus on the season. Um, I want us to talk about Arsenal for a second. Really, I'm talking about Arsenal and City. Um, so we kind of opened the podcast talking about how United is or isn't in the title race, right? Well, the two teams you know are for sure in the title race are Arsenal and City. Um, we haven't done a podcast in a while, so we really didn't get to talk about the City Arsenal game. Um, and I don't care to talk about that specifically, but I really want to talk about the direction the two teams are going in right because i think arsenal's win against aston villa i'm going to let you jump in here but the fact that coming off of that city game being being like tied 2-2 with like what the 80th minute whatever it was i believe aston villa hit the post while it was 2-2 close to the end of the game and to end up winning that game away from home i mean that game was almost more important than the City games, in my opinion. But actually, I want to ask you, how big a win was that for Arsenal? No, it was huge. And I think you're right. I think it was bigger than the City game because the City game came and went. And everybody, I won't even call any names in that group chat, but everybody thought this was the switch. You know, everybody said, okay, it's time. City is championship mode. They're going on a 10-game win streak. And only for them to now drop points the very next week and then for us to now capitalize in the manner in which we did Everything was just fantastic. I think, in fairness, I think we played, even against City, I think we played well. Jack Grealish said it. Pep said it. We played well, but we didn't get the results. Same thing with Brentford. But even in playing well, there are mistakes and holes in the team that have been creeping up. So the L's have been warranted, but at the same time, we haven't been poor, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. It you know, does. So you're going through one of those points in the season where you have to crunch out these victories. So that was probably the biggest W of the season. And then, you know, in talking about where both teams are headed, it's hard to say. I think with Arsenal, those gaps are evident. I think some of the gaps we saw in the Villa game are corrected when Partey comes back. But there's still some questions, especially defensively, some stupid errors. But one thing that we can't question is the fights, the desire, even when we go down. We've gone down in our last four, literally, I think our last four fixtures, we've gone down. But the boys always showed the tenacity. Like, that wasn't there before. If mm-hmm. Arsenal go down early, you know, that's my afternoon gone. I'm turning <laughs> off the game because that's just how it used to be. You know, so that change, I think it's the biggest shift I've seen in Arsenal versus City, right? Like, that desire is there and it's evident in Arsenal week in, week out. I'm not saying we'll win every game, but then with City, you just can't call it. I don't know which City is going to show up, you know, and in fairness to City, I think that uh, Forrest, the way I've been saying it all, even on the last pod, remember they asked, on our FPL segment, they asked who I would bring in, and I said Kilo Navas. I Kilo Navas that. was fantastic in that match, you know, and Forrest are actually really, really strong at home. I think we're going to continue to see that as we head into the season, into the tail end of the season. They're going to get players back. I think let's just watch Forrest. You know, but still, City didn't come out like we expected City to come out. In the past, you've seen them after a win like that. They understand how close points are. They're thrashing teams. They're coming out. They're vicious. It just wasn't that. Even in a fixture, I expected to be difficult. So, you know, I, I honestly still cannot call it. You know, but I'm happy we're in the position we are in. 
and I hope that we win the league. <laughs> wow! Now you're hoping you win the league in public. That's it's always it's a been shift. Because before you refuse to chef. say you're going to win the league, you guys are saying, "Oh, we're not winning the league." But you know, I'm still we'll saying we're we'll not winning the league. Bro. But yeah, but <laughs> now you're hope. Now you have hope. Now you hope you win. I the did. League. I, can't I, I mean, look, look. The the actual fact is that when he says, "Oh, people were saying this is the shift," he also believed it. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Look, 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 look. Like, obviously, (laughs) you will still have faith, right? You will still want to believe. You still say, yeah, we can get down. But, but a significant part of your heart. <laughs> no, no, no. If I no wait, if I let wait, wait, no, let me speak to that point. Let me speak to that point. I believe you. I didn't, no, let me let, let me speak to that point. I thought that too. I really did think City was going to go on and run, but I never at any point doubted our direction or or mm. our ability to continue to be there. But, Just mathematically, sure. Now that's not what I'm talking about. You see, you see, this is the mathematically why, of course. Of course, mathematically right. this, mathematically that. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Of but course, I had the same fear. Exactly. And that is just what I, I had the fear that City was going to be. No, no, yeah. Because on paper, and this is how I view it, on paper, City is the better team. I cannot argue that. That the better team, they have the experience, you know, on paper, they're better. And they've been there before. So I, I have more, I'm more confident in them to be consistent you know, there's yeah. a fear that you'll be now consistent. You know, versus Arsenal, I'm still, we're still just getting there, and we don't have the talent on paper. You like know? I would say, so that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think their depth is definitely better, and they, I don't know, Pep. I don't know what the conversation was with Joe Cancelo. Like it, it, it must have been really bad for uh-huh. like let him go because it just doesn't make sense. You just lose. You lose an air of this guy can pop up a goal at any time. He can come yes. in. He can come in from the deeper mm. position because teams sit back. So a guy that can come with the ball from a deeper position and shoot and create chaos like that's just. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So I feel like they lost a little bit with Cancelo. So I, I want to ask you a question on that because that, like you mentioned, that's a very key and important piece, especially when you're playing with teams low block. They will not pack the bus. Sure. Do you think? You know, I'm facing the question of principles versus, you know, the the realistic, you need results from the team. Mm-hmm. And it looks like principles have won out this time. Do you think, like, he made the right... Because we saw something similar, you know, with Obama Yang, and I think I will keep on pulling it. But, like, just a, a bigger conversation. You know, we're talking about United now and Rashford, Rashford's contract coming up. How important is it to stick to your principles if it now means, like, look, City might miss out on Champions mm-hmm. League this year I mean, or Premier League I this mean, year. Is it worth it? I don't even have to guess. Like, Pep's history has shown that that's what he does. It, like, he will stick. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I feel he wants to win the way he wants to play. Look, this yes. whole extra... He, he used to do the right back or the left back coming into the midfield thing before. But this mm-hmm. season, it's like he made it a super point to like make the defenders be only three most of the time. Like usually yes. they will start as a back four and in transition, either the left or right back, usually Kao, Kao Wakao, 
come in and be the extra man. Like, but that's in the transition of the game. Usually, like you, he will still be the right back. Now mm-hmm. you have actually a back three, and like to me, too much choking in the middle. Like because that guy is mm-hmm. always there for me. They don't need that extra man. Like it's 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 fine. Like I said in transition, when you're coming off like the wing, like for me, like that creates more chaos for the defending team because you don't know when and how that guy is going to come in with the ball. So it's like he decides on something. In fact, I think after one match, he said, um, I gave them a game plan and in the first half, it was rubbish. I think it was, I think it was against Arsenal. Like where after the game, he said like the the plan in the first half, I think it was with Bernardo like dropping into center back. I remember that. That was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. And then he, he was, <laughs> Bernardo was basically playing like he was actually like yeah. the left back, basically. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was just it was too much because what actually happens is you're playing you 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 tell them it's a back three, and usually the left back and the right back they stay wide. So somebody when you're on defense, somebody has to plug that hole. If there's a long mm-hmm. ball coming in, if you lose the ball and the team is about to counter you. Someone has to come back from the midfield to cover that role. So that day it was it was Silva that was playing in that position. He looked for the, the the great thing is that Bernardo Silva technically is is a very great technical player. So he like managed it. But uh-huh. there were times you'd be looking and it looked very uncomfortable. Like you know like something yes. could happen. So this guy is a principled guy. He would he will stick to it. Look, he has one, four, and five, right? The pass. So I mean, like, he can he can lose one, like, and no, and, no, no, no. Really, it's like he, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Not that he's going out to lose one, but he's like, yo, let me see, let me see what else I can do. Let me see, like, let me have more game plans to confuse my players and confuse the other teams with. It's like, you know. So, and I think Mikel is like that as well. Because if you look at that City game, the goals that you all considered, they were all based on principles. Like, why is Tomiyasu doing that back pass? That is some that is how Arsenal plays. Why is Zin, Zin, Zinchenko every time he gets the ball, he's he's not looking to hit it up. He's looking to pass back to the center back. Like Haaland was there one time, he passed it to Gabriel or Saliba, whoever the left sided guy was. Uh-huh. putting them in trouble you know and the the third goal the killer goal I don't remember who it was it was off someone's side and then they just one quick pass from Gundogan to whatever but I mean so these are two very principled guys and they will um, I think that's how we're going to see it play out for, for the rest of the season yeah Winfred I want to I bring you in here to ask you about City um because I've been saying or I've been asking for a few weeks now, what is wrong with City? And this was even before Cancelo left. Like, it just it has not looked correct. Like, something has been off. I know people have been saying it's Haaland. They haven't played with the striker. They don't know how to play with him. They're changing the style. Um, and maybe that's what it is. It just seems like a very simple answer of like, oh, let's look at that team. Let's look at the biggest change. Oh, they brought a striker that's scoring all these goals. He must be the problem. I don't know if that's. I don't know if I want to accept that answer. So I'm going to ask you, what is up with City? Because they have no consistency. When Haaland plays, as far as I can tell, he plays well. So I don't see him as the problem per se. 
But why can't they be the city that we expect them to be? Um, they set like on um, they set a really high expectation for what mm. we expect from them. Um, that's one. Uh, two. Um, their manager chops and changes a lot. Um, um, their center back pairings has been Aki and Akanji for for some time, and then there was Kawaka. Uh, Cancelo, Kawaka playing as a as a third center back, and then Cancelo was kind of in midfield. He's been trying this for a while, actually. This uh-huh. three center back thing, and then um, there was one time he played Walcock, Akanji, and uh, Diaz, Ake, oh, and, and no, and then Aki, and then played Lewis in midfield. Uh, the the left back. So uh-huh. he's been he's been he's been experimenting for a while. I think what he's been trying to do is um he's been trying to add an extra man in midfield for some odd reason or for I don't know why, but maybe for teams that are like uh, sitting back a lot or uh, like sitting in low blocks and stuff like that. So which makes which kind of makes sense. Okay, now the attack thing, the Holland thing. Um, Grealish doesn't really chip in with goals like that. Um, Morris uh, scores here and there. Um, the City's team, there's no, there's no specific. Before Haaland, everybody scored. Like you, you just didn't know where the goal came from, but you know the goal was coming, uh-huh. right? With Haaland, now they have a focal point. So before the season, you could realize they were playing around them and not really playing with them. And uh, Foden did that a few times where he was supposed to pass on and he didn't pass. He got he started getting dropped, and then he got the hit, started passing Holland uh, even more. And then it got to a point where like everything and had to end up at Holland. Uh-huh. So nobody else was like like it's hard to explain, but nobody was going out their way to be as creative as they used to be. Mm. because now it's like they have a focal point so like they, they're playing to the strengths of the striker so it feels like sense. so it sounds like it's almost more of a mental thing than like a tactic like it's more of like the players are just they're because mentally they see a striker they're like we have to give him the ball like this happens in basketball like in basketball like let's say the night LeBron had to score those points like the players are passing in the ball no matter what like is that what you're saying like players just want hey, to give hey, it to hey, Allen. let me let me show you a, uh, an example. Uh, when United signed, signed Wargos, okay, mm-hmm. tall, tall striker, you, your expectation is that they cross the ball to him. Mm-hmm. When he's on the field, they don't cross the ball. <laughs> they cut back because that's what they've been doing for a while. When okay. he gets stopped off, when he gets stopped off, then they start crossing. It's like, Something like tells them, well, we've been cutting back. It's not working. Let's let's see if we can cross. So it's mm-hmm. like their last their last resort to to attack, right? That's like their last resort. So then they start crossing, and then Rashford scores, and then everybody's like, wait, why wasn't you crossing for him? Yeah. And even when they even cross when he's on the field, he's not the target. <laughs> so it's like. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's I do. Like it's taking it's taking time for people to really like uh, realize like, oh, okay, all right, this guy. And also, Terry Henry said something, um, and I listened to him, and 
it, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Haaland is a, a type of striker that needs to be at the end of things. Uh-huh. It's not it's not a playmaker where he can interplay with you right. and play a one-two and he's not that type of striker. City is that type of team. That's why Aguero fits there so well. That's why Jesus played like a like a number ten, a false nine. But really and truly, he's not supposed to be a false nine. He's supposed to be a striker. But Haaland plays as a striker, like a striker. Like there's no ifs and buts. He's a striker, and I think that is is what it is. Like later on down the years, he's gonna he probably would refine his game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He would work on certain things, and he will fit into the team more. Uh, and then, but right now, I think uh, it's just they, they're trying to get used to playing with them, and it, that is kind of messing up the dynamics of uh, the other, uh, the cohesion of the other people on the team. Hmm. I mean, he's going to score goals. Don't get me wrong; like the stats will show that he's doing well. But like when you look at the team itself, like the way they used to like be creative and be like exciting to watch. Now I just watch, okay, where's Haaland? Where's Haaland? All right, boom. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> but that's FPL, though. Don't blame Don't blame anything else. I mean, it, it, watching soccer from an FPL standpoint actually narrows down a lot of things for you to really focus on setting assets. Like this striker thing. Like, I'm not watching Haaland to see how many tackles he makes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want him to see him score, you know. So anything that would lead to him scoring, I'm watching. Like you know, when KDB doesn't give that pass that I think he should give to Holland, I'm looking at him. God, why didn't you make that pass? Mm. You know. So it's like I'm looking at everything critically because my points are affected. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think I think that's fair enough, and definitely something to watch out for. Um, I. It should be interesting the way the season ends, right? Between those two or three teams to see how they finish. Um, I want us to switch gears a little bit and play um, not even a game, just a, a larger conversation. It's not going to be long. Um, but I was thinking about this earlier today and, you know, I was like, oh, I want to hear you guys' opinion on this, right? I feel like we're in an age where we judge players like super quickly. Um, and kind of like to the point I think I made at some point earlier in the podcast of like, once we judge something, it's hard for us to change our opinions. Um, harder for some than others, of course. Um, but I've just been looking around. I'm like, there are a lot of players that kind of fall into this category of like, we judge them and then we have to like reevaluate our judgment. Um, we kind of talk about Rashford a little bit as one of those guys because, I mean, the season is having now does not align at all with who he's been before this season, at least in my opinion. I'm sure someone out there is like, oh, I expected this, but... It's a crazy season. Um, so, Ricky, I want to ask you. I'm going to give you another player that I think is starting to fall into that mold um, where he was already judged. And I'm like, do we give him room like to grow? Um, and that's Darwin Nunez, one of our favorite players on this podcast. He scored. Um, he generally, when I see him play, he plays well. I mean, he hustles. He runs. He He's on the end of things. He's creating things. He just doesn't have that finishing touch and it clearly lacks a little bit of, like, you know, football sense. But do you think that people that are saying that he's a bust are judging him too soon or too early? 
a little bit football sense. Um, <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> First of all, I don't like what she said about Rashford, um, but that's fine. Oh, that's please fine. tell me what you don't like. Um, he had a tricky eighteen-month spell where he was injured for a good portion of it, had surgery. There was, you know, the turbulence of the Ronaldo, the most recent Ronaldo chapter at the club. I think it's unfair to say that um, he hadn't shown that he had the ability that he's showing now in the past, because I actually, I saw a compilation the other day from when he first broke onto the scene. And it, I just, I remember, I remember those games. And she's like, yo, who is this kid? And I think that he contributed a lot to the club until, you know, whatever happened with both the injuries and what he was also dealing with mental health struggles. And, you know, the club itself was going through a very difficult period. So I think I think you, sorry, Delapo, are a bit harsh when it comes to Rashford. Um, but we've had this discussion in the past and uh-huh. I'm not gonna not gonna dwell on that um, right now. Now with Darwin Nunez. I think that we are in an age where everyone just wants to get out their trolls, um, whether it's social media or group chats. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to get it just, in when you can. Exactly. You got to get it in while you can. But I also think that we then, you know, do unfairly judge these players in the sake of trolling, in the sake of, you know, trying to one-up um, your mate's club or things like that. Um, now, when it that comes to Darwin, I... <laughs> <laughs> So that's your... I want to get... That's your, that's your opinion on record forever and ever. That is my record on the general discussion about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that we don't judge players fairly at this moment in time. In general, uh-huh. um, when it comes to Darwin Nunez, I'm willing to give him another season um, to prove himself at Liverpool. He is young. I think he's, what, 23, 24? Yeah, can be older than 24. along those lines. Yeah. Um, so, okay, he's 24. Um, Liverpool's going through a rough time. They're going through a transitionary period. This is about the most grace y'all will ever hear from me regarding Liverpool. Um, But I'm not going to hold this season against him. I will trash talk him to my friends, Uh but my general opinion of him is to give him more time before we fully call him a bust. Um, You do like, he does get into good positions. I'm not going to lie. Like he makes good runs, but sometimes his decision-making, um, um, it's a little bit questionable. His passing is atrocious and his finishing definitely needs work, but he's also coming from Benfica. Um, so this is a big step as well into the big leagues. If we're, if we're keeping it at a buck. Um, and I don't know in terms of communication, like how his English is and things like that, that also, you know, that is a barrier and we have to we have to be fair when it comes to things like that. And like I said, Liverpool's going through a transitionary phase at this moment in time. So right now he's a bust. I'm not calling him a bust fully. 
I'm going to give him next, next season will be the real test um, mm. on Darwin Nunez. Okay. Okay. I, and I think that's, I don't, I don't like you calling him a bust now. Cause I, I don't know what that means. Bust now, but not a bust later, but you're right. He's young. Just now, he's like I'm going to troll him now while I can, because then if he ends up being good, I can't troll him anymore. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Understood. Akri, I want to ask you about another player that I think has also kind of fallen to this, you know, this little category of, we don't know what to do with him. Um, and that's big Jack, Jack Grillish. Um, we saw him at Villa, got the reputation, got the big money move. Maybe a lot of it for him has been about the how much he cost. Um, but a player, players don't decide how much they cost. Someone pays it. Like it's not their decision. It's not their fault. Um, first season at City did not really do much. Struggled to get into the team. The team was, to be honest, better without him in it. Um, this season he's a more integral part of the team. He's overtaking Foden on that left side, like, Grealish is the one that starts now. Pep that likes to rotate and chop, like, he doesn't chop anymore on that left side, at least at the moment. Um, And Grealish is actually playing well. I know people used to say, what does Grealish do? What is he good at? And I don't know. It was just a funny question to ask about a player that cost that much that was playing that city. Um, But what are your thoughts about Jack Grealish as a player, but also the judgment that he's gotten? Do you think it's been fair or unfair um, either side of the coin? The judgment. The judgment he's gotten has been completely unfair. I think that's the first place we should start at. It's completely unfair because when he made the move from Villa to City, everybody expected him to be the same player that he was at City. He's not playing the same role. I don't even think he's playing the same position. I'm pretty sure there were he's games gone. for Villa where he was coming through the middle. Like It's a completely different role he's being asked to play, uh, to play, and people are asking for the same results just because he's in a better team. But if you look at how City play, he's been brought in to, you know, progress the ball, you help them, you know, facilitate things offensively. Yes, he might not get the assist or anything, but in the last four or five games, Grealish hasn't had a bad game. Grealish has been very integral to how they play, and he's always, like, if you're looking at it now, he's one of Pep's best players, like you mentioned, and there's a reason why. So when a player now gets this price tag, and they're not doing, and we'll get to Anthony because... You know, when we start discussing bus, the price tag is the first place we'll start. But we'll get to Anthony in a second. But if Pep is paying a hundred million for him to progress the ball, that's Pep's prerogative. You can't be expecting him to come here for returns if that's not how they're playing. If you're looking at returns, um, everybody's returns are down across the board. Even KDB, surprisingly, like everything is being stifled through Haaland. It wasn't that way last season, but last season he wasn't really playing. It was Sterling's role, if you remember. Like, mm-hmm. Pep, in fairness to Pep, he gives them, like, a season, get your feet together before he throws him into the fire. And in fairness, Grealish has been absolutely superb. Um, in the Arsenal game, he was that spark they needed. Exactly what Pep brought him in for, he delivered in the Arsenal game, which was the most annoying thing. And I don't... Okay, so the reason I mentioned Anthony is because a lot of people have been saying he's a bust, too. Because, one, he has less... Um, I believe he has less returns than Grealish on the season. Oh, wow. And um, he he cost around the same amount of money. Um, actually, I'm not even sure how much he was around 100, right? Or was it 75? No, Sancho was 75. Yeah, he was like 100, right? Rookie, tell us now. Well, what, what is going on? They asked you about Grealish. <laughs> no, it's important. It's important because while speaking to while and, speaking to Anthony, the price tag, right? And Anthony was 85. No, 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 Anthony no, no. Was you you are assuming the price tag is why everybody's coming at Grealish. That's your assumption. But it's part of it, though. You can't pay yeah, 100 million. No, no, no. That, I mean, that's part Anthony's of it. Anthony's also you know? like 22 or something. But, 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 but like then 
But then again, for the past two years, 100 million is uh, the average player's price tag. With inflation again, and everything. That doesn't make it any better. If you're paying a hundred million, it doesn't make it any better. If a team like United, and now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it, I don't think a hundred million is worth it for United to pay if it only makes them marginally better, right? When you can spend that hundred million, if you want to spend that hundred million in the midfield, and then now you're now looking at like we talked about earlier, you spend a hundred million in the midfield, and maybe you're competing, you're 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 challenging for the league or you're. Challenging for multiple cups. Wow. That's so, the so we're back to United. Talk I'm, about United. We're not talking about United. I'm speaking to that particular point. I don't really understand, but I'm not really understanding the comparison between Anthony and Jack. Like, I just don't understand. I'm not comparing. So, and, and, so I, I think I made myself very clear. Speaking to the price tag, and in fairness to you, I'm not even shitting on Anthony. I'm seeing people compare them because they've spent that much money on Anthony as well. And if you're looking at immediate returns, he hasn't delivered on those returns. It's the facts. Like, statistics-wise, assist-wise, and goal-wise, he hasn't delivered on returns. But what he does for United's build-up is similar. Like, how he helps United no, no, progress no, no, the ball. No, 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 you can no, see no. the player profile. I mean, that... No, I'm sorry. Anthony is shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, I think yeah. Winfred, Winfred is clearly he, the voice that is judging other people unfairly. <laughs> And I don't think he's judging them like, like let's not judge them yet. Like let's you've seen judging them for three yet. months. Like stop. Let me let me. We've seen him for like, three months and not for nothing though. Like the player profile that he fits is what Ethereum is looking for, right? Okay, yeah. And now because so, we are now looking at these price tags, we're expecting <laughs> numeric returns. Like I want right, X me, amount of me, assists. I, okay. I want X doing, amount of doing, goals. Doing the comparisons, Jack Relish has eighteen appearances this season, three goals for assists. Anthony has 12 appearances, three goals, zero assists. Let's also remember, Anthony is usually either playing half of a game, even with these appearances. I, I can't find that. That's until recently. Sancho was out uh, for like no, three months. Even- so, no, so, okay, wait, wait. So before, before we go down this rabbit hole, Rookie, thank you. Um, the conversation is not really to compare them, but I also want to ask you, Rookie, what's the point that you're looking to make? Um, are you looking to no, say like because... Anthony is better or he's not or like? Oh you don't no, want no, them, no 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 like... no! That's that's not what I'm saying. First of all, I don't. My question is, I don't even know how Anthony got brought up in, to begin Anthony, with. And then to, that's why. And then and then we're now talking about oh well, goal contributions this that and another. Okay, Jack Grealish has more goal contribution. They have the same amount of goals. Yes, Grealish has more assists. Anthony is also six months into the league versus Grealish, who's played in the league for how many years? And rookie, has, this is the second season. Yeah, and so rookie. So this is this is what I'm going to do. We're going to so wrap I, this up a little bit because I, I just don't understand like the point that's being like. Why okay, so I'm going to I'm going to try to make the, the point. point. I'm going to try to make the point in the interest of our super fast episode. We're going to save this conversation for later. <laughs> I didn't know that this was going to be interesting, but this is interesting, right? Um, but, but, I think the point that was being made good. was simply that Jack Grealish was being judged unfairly because of his price tag. And something similar might be happening to Anthony. That's the point he was making. You can disagree with that, but that's the point he was making. He wasn't trying to say Grealish is better or not better. He was just saying that... Because of the price. So, like, that's why I asked you about why you're bringing up the stats, because he... We're not saying one is better than the other. Um, yeah, I, but, I, but then it, but then the conversation then devolved to, oh, well, then the money should have been spent in the midfield. This, like, I, I agree, I agree. He said that, and that was a little <laughs> slick. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. The money was no, spent. No, we'll no, talk about, We'll talk about the money on like, a. I just don't understand listen, why. Listen, I'm writing no, down. I'm writing down on my paper right now. Let me explain why. 
I know, but I want to explain. explain why can you explain in twenty seconds? In less than twenty seconds. Right, the only reason there. I brought it up was speaking to how, because that was the question. Do I think Jack Grealish has been uh, on was on warranted on? undeservedly you know criticized yeah, that's the point i'm speaking to and why are they being why why are they judging him because of the price because of what he was asked to do that's the only comparison to anthony it's not how united should have spent the money i think we're focusing on the schematics rather than the point i'm yeah. not comparing hey, I'm not the two. it's no shade at united, united. it's not it's so not I'm shade at united 30, it's just I'm discussing the footy there's no shade no beef nothing not about okay okay listen listen Wilfred is gonna get the last 30 seconds and then we are going to move on to future games coming up all right, so I think Grealish's uh, thing is about the hype they gave him okay. before he moved to City. When he was at Aston Villa, I would say 80% of the attack went through him. He touched mm-hmm. the ball before they did anything. So the hype the EPL created for him, a lot of people expected it to transition to that City team. But at that City team, he's an average, he's an average player. So regardless of price tag, $100 million or not, he's still going to be an average player if everything is not going through him, right? At Villa, he was winning fouls. He was doing this, this, that. Like 80% of the attack, I would say, went through him. At City, you will not get that many chances for everything to go through him because any player on the field can make a, a good pass. At Villa, he was the only one that could create. But you see, that's like your deducting points on his essay because he's been asked to do less. You're not doing as much yeah. as you're doing, so you're not being asked to do more. No, 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 no. So that's my whole point. My whole point is that the hype that he got from Villa is the problem that you guys are seeing now. Now that he's in a a, a decent team, right? Like he's he's to me he's no, but he's an average Joe. He's like a Mason Mount. No, 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 please. An average Joe cannot carry it. That's not. Guys, I actually have Mason Mount on my list, but we are trying to move on. Okay, listen. There's too many topics here. Wait, wait, wait. No, Wilfred, no more players. What do you say about another player? No more players. Listen. Everybody, okay, everybody. Listen. No, we cannot do Mason Mount. People have to go, guys. We, I said this at the beginning of the episode. Like People have places they have to go. It's not me. It's actually not my fault. Like, guys, we'll save this for another day. I don't know why Wilfred is dropping names to keep the conversation going. We're not doing that. Um, like Rice is, was, would never be on this guy. list. Average white guy. And that's what's happening. You guys are hitting on the white guys. I don't know why. Um, let, let's predict some like, games. I feel like Mason Mount would be real quick, though. It will not be real quick. Not at all. I'm not <laughs> doing that. Thank you, though. We'll save it for next time. Like, we've definitely talked about Mason Mount before. Because I remember I was surprised that some people hated on him. But yeah, no, let's let's save it. Um, let's predict some games, though. We have some big games coming up midweek and next weekend. Um, I'm going to start with the midweek games. Um, and I'm going to start with United versus Barcelona. I know that's on Thursday. We're skipping a couple of days. But that's a pretty big game. First game was 2-2. So there's everything to play for. It's at Old Trafford. You know, they come to the OT. Um, Wes, I'm going to start with you. What's the score of this game? What's the score? Um, 2-1 United. Hey, let's go. That's what I have to. 2-1 United. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, Winfred, what's the score? Damn, do I really have to predict this? You do. 
I mean, I like both of them. Whichever outcome benefits me, I, I really don't care. Oh, yeah, you're a fan of both. So what's the score? So yeah. you know. So tell us the real score. You watch both um, of these teams. You know what their team is like. Who's going to win? Uh, no Pedri. That's no so Dembele. Yeah. Yeah, no, no Gavi. No, no Gavi. Too. Oh, Gavi suspended or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna have to play Chelsea, De Jong, or maybe Busquets. He's uh, definitely not playing Busquets, I don't think. De Jong yeah, will play. Chelsea yeah. didn't start today, so it's probably not gonna start him. Ah uh, man, I would say United win. I'll, I'll United win. Give me a score. We we do scores. Uh, three one. Three. Wow. So you were unsure, but then it's three one. That's crazy. Okay. No, no, no. Now that I think about it. Okay. Wow. I wish George was here. I really didn't want to predict. Okay. I didn't want to win. Actually, it's George already predicted. Want, George doesn't want Barcelona and. Uh, yeah, uh, we we've heard him say that. Has. We've heard him say that. It's okay. If if Barcelona beats United, he's going to be tagging everyone. Like, please, yeah. uh, rookie. What's the score of this game? I actually think it's going to go down to penalties. Oh, nice. So, so I think it's going to be one-one. Penalties. Oof. One one doesn't United go through? No, no more away goals. Oh Mm-mm. Jesus. Yeah, it goes to pens. <laughs> 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 but and that's the thing, like I I genuinely that's why I'm very upset we didn't Penalties, it comes down to the goalkeepers. You trust to stand it over the hair? Terrible with penalties. Oh, okay, okay. Oh News to me, okay. No, De Gea is terrible when it comes to penalties. So, so Barcelona then? Can I? On it, I hate to say it, but yeah, I actually think if it goes to penalties, Barcelona takes it. Okay, fair enough. Acqui, what's the score of this game? Um, I agree. I think if it does go to penalties, United are in trouble, but I don't think it will. I think it's going to be a one-zero or two-zero United. I don't think Barca scores. Wow. Wow. All right. Interesting. We shall see what happens. Um, Let's talk about another game happening. This is on Wednesday. Leipzig versus City. Um, We just talked about City for a while and what they're doing and not doing. Haaland, Grealish, Pep, Cancelo, all this and that. So, what's the score of this game? Akwi, we'll start with you. Uh, Sorry, who was it? City who? Who Leipzig. 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 Um, And they haven't played at all, right? No, this is the first leg. Ah, uh, and it's in Leipzig. Like Leipzig is home. Three one city. Probably be my score first. So three one city. Yeah. Okay, Carrie, what's the score? Yeah, um, I'm gonna say two zero city. Okay. Mm. Winfred, what's the score? I'll say four one city. 4-1 City, yeah, that's the correct score. A lot hat trick. Yes, definitely. Back in Germany, what's Where's the German guys? It. Also, Timo right. <laughs> Werner is on Leipzig. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a real bus. I'm going to look up Timo Werner's stats um, while Ruki gives us the score for this. Ruki, what's the score? The real score is going to be 2-2. Two, two. What? And Cuckoo is back. Is he back? No. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's back. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. If he's back, then, yeah. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, like, that guy, is, he's a Chelsea player, so... 
Well, Chelsea, Chelsea forwards always score for other teams other than Chelsea. You know so. what? You know what? Good point. Okay, uh, Timo Werner's stats for those that are interested. Uh, in Bundesliga this season, 15 games, 5 goals. Um, so, yes, Chelsea did, in fact, break him. Um, just so you know, the last season we before that, we went though. to Chelsea, 19 34 matches, 28 goals, 8 assists. Yep. That's what Chelsea signed, not this five goals, one assist player. Um, we Chelsea, hope that he's able to Chelsea recover. Chelsea destroys. <laughs> they do. They do. Stay away from Chelsea. I'm sad for Nkunku a little bit. Um, Liverpool versus Real Madrid on Tuesday. Um, this is like a big name fixture with two teams that are probably not really playing like you expect them to. Liverpool starts to pick up some form a little bit. Um, Madrid is, yeah, maybe starting to pick up some form a little bit too. Injuries here and there. Um, Kerry, what's the score of this game? Real Madrid, Liverpool. The game is at Anfield. Um, Do they finally get revenge? I'm going to say 1-1. <laughs> one, one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Winfred, what's the score? 1-0 uh, Madrid. Oh, wow. I would be surprised if that happens. Madrid cannot keep a clean sheet against anyone. Um, Rookie, what's the score? Um, Who's injured right now for Madrid? For Madrid, well, Benzema did not play last game. I didn't see him being injured, but, but he, he wasn't doing half, right? I would think, but he's he's not one hundred percent. If he didn't play our game, he's not one hundred percent. Who else didn't play? I actually didn't watch the game, so I don't remember. I'm trying to remember the the list of names I saw, but we definitely have like one or two injuries. Um, of course, uh, there's no Mendy. Um, we don't have our real left back. Tony yeah. Cruz didn't play last game. I don't know if he was being arrested or injuries, so. Gotcha. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one Madrid. Wow, why are you guys so confident in Madrid? This is okay. Two one Madrid. Aqui, what's the score? Yeah, I don't know. This one's a little bit harder for me to call because I don't really watch Madrid that much. And the times I've seen them this season, like you said, they haven't looked great. Um, but I think Was has it right. I think it's a draw. I think it's going to be two two. That goes in this game because there always goes in this game. Um, Liverpool do look better, so I know they'll score. But if it's um, Madrid, it's it's just you know tournament heritage. That different beat is is heritage. So two, okay, two. okay, yeah, and I agree with you. It's definitely two two. There's definitely going to be goals. Nobody can defend. Um, so it should be a fun game. Hopefully, um, let's predict some of the EPL games over the weekend as quickly as we can. Here, um, we have Leicester against Arsenal. Leicester just, I mean. I thought they were picking up form, and then United did that to them, which is shocking to me. Um, Arsenal, you know, they beat Villa, so now their confidence is high. They're back to winning the league. Um, Winfred, what's the <laughs> score of this game? Uh, Leicester, Leicester 3, Arsenal 1. Hold on. Ah, okay. Kelechi Kelechi 1 go 2 assists. Vardy 1 go. Harvey Bounce 1 go. Vardy? Yes. Vardy? Yeah, no, that's like no, it's there's the no hate way. talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man! I think we are, hate, we are going to have to call I'm... VAR D on that, <laughs> on that prediction. Uh, but yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah, my god! I knew that it was, it was a bad idea. Uh, rookie, what's the score of this game? I think it's going to be three-one Arsenal. Okay, wow. so the reverse of what he just said. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what twin frame is smoking. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aqui, what's the score of this game? Uh, let me go by Kalichi. It's going to be 4 <laughs> 2 Arsenal. Um, Arsenal Leicester, just historically, is kind of nuts. It's always like high scoring, always an annoying game. Um, I think if we're in their house, they're probably scoring a couple goals. Um, but the boys are feeling good, so hopefully they'll score in a few as well. Okay, okay. Uh, Kerry, what's the score? Um, How long is Thomas Party out for? I think he's still out for this game. He's still out, but no, he should be back. I think he's back for Leicester. Oh, he's back, he's for, Leicester? back for Leicester? He'll be back for everything. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. But I think he's back for... Um, but let me not say. Who knows? Yeah. That guy's like Marshall. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think... Um... Yeah, I'm gonna go two zero Arsenal. Okay, two zero yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I think it'll be two one. I think Leicester has to score, but I think Arsenal has to win. Um Tottenham versus Chelsea is happening the very next day on Sunday. Um two well, let me not say two teams that have been inconsistent. Chelsea have been consistent and not winning games. Uh Tottenham has been inconsistent. They win, they lose, they win, they lose. Um if they continue the schedule, they're going to lose midweek, but then they're going to be ready for a win. Um, so, Rookie, what's the score for this game? Oh, man. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. You know they've only scored six goals since November 6th. <laughs> um, I did not know um, that, but, like, I'm not surprised. No one is scoring on their team. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to guess that they will score their seventh goal. Um, hey. Lucky number because, seven. Because Tottenham defense is just horrific <laughs> half the time. Um, but I do think Tottenham will edge it. Um, I'm going to go 2 1 Tottenham. All right. 2 1 Tottenham. Man. So no one thinks Chelsea's going to win. That's crazy. Okay. Acri, what's the score? Tottenham versus Chelsea. Um, it's going to be like 0 0, honestly. <laughs> but i mean that would be good for chelsea but i guess no that's not yeah it's not a loss it's not but they've had so many draws like they need wins like it's better to win and like not they yeah i think they have more losses than draws though so they'll definitely take this draw (laughs) i'm telling you i can almost guarantee you it's a draw i don't know who if somebody scores but that's that game's a draw no book it (laughs) all right um carrie what's the score tottenham versus chelsea yeah, I, I think Tottenham will nick this one, like 1-0. It's just um, Chelsea, we don't know where goals are going to come from. And the goals will not come, ever. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Tottenham can, can always nick a goal. They can always score because of Son and Kane. They, it, can, uh-huh. it can just happen in a, in a very funny, strange way that they will score. 1-0. Mm. Okay. Interesting stat about Son that I heard today. I think he started like 20 Premier League games or something like that. He has like one goal. He has come off the bench like twice and he has like four goals. So yeah. if, if he comes off the bench, Son is going to score. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, based on the sample size, mm-hmm. right? Um, Winfrey, what's the score? 2-1. Um, 2-1 two one. Two first. Oh, wow. 
So no one believes in Chelsea. That's sad. Um, Chelsea fans don't believe in Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be 1-1. Obviously, we avoided Chelsea because we're trying to record a fast episode. Um, Chelsea's a whole episode by themselves, like, every week until further notice. So maybe <laughs> next time we'll talk about Chelsea. We'll see. Um, last game we're going to predict here, Carabao Final. I usually don't like to predict these games. So I don't care about them. But, you know, United is in it. And right now, we care about United. So let's see what we think. United versus Newcastle. Um, Carrie, I'm going to start with you. What's the score? Yo, shout out to Pope Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who their goalkeeper will be, so you know. Carius. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be Loris. So you know. Yeah. Wait, you asked me to score. Yeah. I like. I think I'm gonna say three-one United. Okay. Winfrey, what's the score? Um, <clears throat> two zero United. Okay, that's the score I have. Good, good, good. Rookie, what's the score? Um, I'm gonna go two one. I don't think we're gonna keep a clean sheet. Two for United or two for Newcastle? Two for United. Two for United. Man, I'm telling you, I have a funny feeling that, like, United is going to do the Liverpool from last season. But let me not jinx it for you guys. Um, But I just have that feeling, Honestly, man. Honestly, I'm not confident about this game. Yo, like, like I'm, Newcastle Paris, have nothing else to play for. But this, like, this is their season. They have nothing to play for. And then, like, Karius hasn't played since January of 2021. Watch him come out, like, prime newer. Like, I'm not. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, no, and like that. Look, Rashford is Newcastle can defend that. Yeah, idea. yeah, no, no, you yeah. can, you can have all your feelings that you want to feel. Like if, if, if my guy wasn't in charge, like <laughs> I would maybe have those feelings. But look, this is when I told you guys, hug and gag, hug, and okay. Anyways, Casemiro, is he coming back or not? Casemiro is back. Exactly, and you think Newcastle will score? But so is Bruno G. Man, come on, man. (laughs) Oh, that was going to be... So, Pope is a big miss, but Bruno G is a bigger miss. Are you sure he's back next game? Bruno G is back next. Yeah, but Bruno G has been injured. Like, Casemiro played against Barcelona. He's ready. Yeah, but Casemiro is also probably playing on Thursday as well. Which Thursday? Mm. Barcelona. Barcelona, like there's two days. You played Barcelona on Thursday, then you play the final on Sunday. Then, yeah, on Sunday. Casemiro didn't play Leeds. He didn't play. He didn't. <laughs> He's arrested. Newcastle is yeah. not. He didn't Leeds. play Leeds. Okay, okay. Look, no, but he should be fresh I'm to just saying that he's Sunday. ready. I feel your point. Yeah. He's ready to. But also, yeah. like this is a guy that played Honestly, Champions League. Honestly, Please. The the the, <laughs> the 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 for me with this game. The first half is going to be the decider of this game. If we, if United plays the way they did the first half in the first game against Leeds, or even the first half today, like Newcastle is a better team than those teams, and they have the guys who can score. That's why I'm nervous. Okay. So good. You should be nervous, definitely. Acqui, what's the score for this game? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With this uh, Bruno G news. It's looking like a one-one-two-two, and I can't call it in penalties. So flip it going. Carrios and oh yeah, that's tough. If the hair is bad. Yeah, I can't call <laughs> the it. The hair is not bad. The hair is terrible. <laughs> terrible. 
I just have to assume if it goes to penalties, United have players that can score, but you never know. So what's your final prediction? We need a winner. Who's going to win? I have 1-1 one, one penalties. Who's winning? Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I can't back against Ethereum these days. He's been fantastic. So I'm going to go United. Okay, nice. Uh, United, United, United. <laughs> All right. Um, with that, we have arrived at our final words. We're going to keep this as short as you possibly can so we can wrap up this episode. This has been a very efficient episode. We should always record like this. Um, first off, Winfred, give us your final words. Oh, man. Uh, by the grace of God, you know, all my agendas are hitting. <laughs> Trendside is trending. Bruno is playing fantastic. Pastor Fred, kudos to scoring goals. Uh, Hala beats cancer. He's back on the field scoring goals. Oh my uh, God. Let, let me see. Let me see. See, I have a list of players that are doing well. Like I can't mm. even keep track. Mm. You know, you know, you know, you know what I mean. You know, as long as the agendas keep going, you know, I'll make sure I'll make it a point to scream Bruno anytime Bruno gives. Outside the fourth pass, you know, that led to a fantastic goal. And uh, Carrie, I want you to lift your head up and look at me. <laughs> this part, this part of my last word is directed to you. Mm-hmm. Eh? Bruno is the guy, you know. He's the one, the source, the guy with the source. Mm-hmm. You know? And again, again, last word, Jack Grealish. Declan Rice, Macy Mount. They are average white guys. Average white guys. Okay. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that. As much as we begged you not to go there, you went there. All right. Kerry, final words, please. Mm. Um, what do I want to say? You know, Holland, I captained you. <laughs> 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 you know, they say you're playing Nottingham Forest. First of all, their manager is Steve Cooper. Who knows him? You don't know him. Nobody knows him. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy, last time I saw him, he was managing Reading. I think this was like 06, 05. Like, oh, but yeah, like um, I was hoping to get into the 70s, but. <laughs> 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 looks like looks like you know that's not going to happen this week. But squeaky bomb time is coming up. I had a mm, let's go. I had a word with my team. You know, so I spoke to them. They're all gingered up. We've been doing two a days, two a days, morning and afternoon. You know, so um, just watch out if you see was top twenty. Like don't don't be say ah where the was come from. <laughs> Don't be yeah. shocked. Like, don't be shocked. <laughs> Just be like, okay. you know. So, shout out to um, what's the name of my team? Like a pan tropical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Th- thank, thank you so much for those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aqui, final words. Um, wow. I don't know. I think we're just in the midst of one of the best Premier League seasons we've ever seen. Um, Arsenal doing the damn thing. Just pray the boys are consistent, and then we pray that I can. Match them in FPL because FPL is heating up actually. It's actually getting pretty toasty. A uh, big game week coming up, so come on, you gunners. Okay, okay, nice. Um, and last but not least, rookie final words. Final words. Um, 
my final words uh r.i.p christian atsu that was mm. really sad news um it was to wake up to especially with um a lot of the misinformation that was going out over the past two weeks on the internet they found him they didn't find him um i think that it's really important in this day and age to just not to verify your sources because you know people's families are out there and you know they see that stuff and either get their hopes up or they're finding out news you know from Mm -hmm. those posts so you know r.i.p to him prayers to his family and his loved ones those are my final words Okay, thank you. Thank you guys for being on. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to end it with another RIP. RIP to AKA. um, And yeah, everyone be safe out there. We'll be back in a week.